Happy game day, Stars fans. The Dallas Stars are back in action tonight, taking on the Buffalo Sabres, but we have juicy stuff we have to get to first. General Manager Jim Neal spoke on the trade deadline. Let's get into it next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Please be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Stars hockey returns tonight. The Dallas Stars on the road taking on the Buffalo Sabres, a front end of a back-to-back tomorrow on Wednesday. They'll be taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs, so a tough back-to-back to open up the quote-unquote second half of the season, which means the trade deadline is right around the corner, and this is the juicy part of the season. So many deals are already being made, and hopefully the stars do not get left behind. General Manager Jim Neal, we are all asking you improve this squad so the stars can make a run for that Stanley Cup come springtime. So we'll have to jump into that. Also, the offensive powerhouse that the stars have become with some interesting numbers that may not correlate with this stars offense, at least I find intriguing. So Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday and are excited for Stars Hockey to return. I certainly am. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So Mike Heike dropped another banger yesterday. It's a Q&A with General Manager Jim Neal. I will not read word for word every single answer Mr. Neal had to these questions. I will paraphrase where I see fit, but there's some interesting stuff in there. And of course, I will give my thoughts on each answer. So the first cue, as they say, how do you assess the first 49 games and where the team sits right now? The answer, I think it's been a good start points wise. We're up in the top five or six, so I'm not disappointed, but the bright spot for me is I know we can play better. We have won a lot of games because we are more skilled than other teams but I know there's another level we can go to. Absolutely, maybe the understatement of the season. Of course, the Stars are in a good spot in the standings, second place in the Central Division, but there just feels like there's some untapped potential, especially with the way this offense has exploded this season. They've regressed defensively, and they've regressed in net. If they can get back to where they were a few seasons ago, man, this team could be very, very deadly. They need to find that balance, right, of great offense and really, really good defense. And they've just struggled to find that. They haven't been as consistent as a defensive team as they would have liked. Sometimes they show flashes of it, especially in second periods. I believe they have the best goal differential in the second period, and it's like plus 40 uh, I believe, or, or plus 30, somewhere in the high 30s. It's it's incredible 
what they're doing in the middle periods. And, and that's kind of their potential. I feel like they're ceiling where they can just bulldoze teams. And he's right. They're beating teams because they're just mostly more skilled. They have better talent. And even then they're not winning by huge margins on a lot of nights, even though they have this season, (laughs) they have scored a plethora of goals and they've ran some teams out of the building, but look at games right before all-star weekend, the ducks and capitals. You had to hold on for dear life. You gave up some leads and you were forced to go to overtime and play extra hockey. You got out of them with wins and a win is a win at the end of the day, but you got to be able to close out teams. But the more juicy stuff of course revolves around the trade deadline. And he was asked, is this a year where you feel you may be more aggressive? And he said, I'm not too worried about it. There are always going to be things that happen that you didn't think would happen, but that's our league. There are always uh, always four or five players who are priority guys, and you just monitor that and see what happens. Can we be in the market? We'll see. Then once you assess that, you see where the other options are available, and you just stay active in talks with everybody. So, and I, I understand he, he's not going to put it out there in the world that we're desperate (laughs) for help and we're desperate for a right shot defenseman and and all that good stuff because business does play a a role in this factor. And yeah, there are some top level priority guys within this trade deadline. Adam Henrique from Anaheim is is a guy that a lot of teams will be interested in a depth forward piece stars are going to be out on him. And of course, Chris Tanev. And I've named a few others throughout the season, but Chris Tanev seems to be the top defenseman that teams will be looking to add. And there were reports about a second round pick plus an asset cap space plays a a big issue uh, with the stars, at least and how they manage that. If they are able to bring in, somebody like Chris Tanev. And I know a lot of fans aren't going to be satisfied with that answer, but he's, he's of course having to to look at it from a leverage standpoint. And he also mentioned how the next month might emphasize how aggressive they need to be because they, he was asked, do you think you need another defenseman? He said, I think it will be determined in the next month. That can cause a lot of frustration because I think the answer is pretty clear from the last four. (laughs) And look, depth for the sake of depth is not always a good thing. But if you can add a very tangible asset that can help you right away where you're a better team tomorrow than you were yesterday, there's no reason why you should not be pulling the trigger on a certain deal like that. And of course, there are stipulations with picks and prospects. You don't want to give up too much, but the stars window is right there. And I always understand you're thinking about the future and long-term, but you may never have an offense like this again. You may never have an offense that is firing on all cylinders scoring close to four games or four goals a game because who knows what's going to happen with Matt Duchesne. What about Joe Pavelski? I know he hasn't aged and he hasn't regressed, 
<laughs> but how long can he keep that up for? There are there are some circumstances right now that you have to think about. And uh, I, I think the Stars need to jump at the opportunity. And he was also asked, is getting a right-handed defenseman a priority? He said it depends on what's available. It would be nice to have balance between lefties and righties, but you just have to see what's out there. Speaking of what's out there, uh, I, I mentioned Noah Hannafin and Chris Tanev before. Those are the two Flames defensemen that are going to be probably pretty high priority for a lot of teams. The Flyers situation is interesting because I don't know what they're exactly going to do at the deadline because they are in a playoff spot. They're third currently in their division, but they have lost five straight. Does that make them sellers at the deadline? Because they have some young, not really necessarily young, but veteran guys that have played in this league a while, but aren't huge names like Sean Walker is somebody I mentioned before, and Nick Sealer. Sealer is left-handed. I'm a bit more out on him, but he is pretty shut down seven points in 50 games. Walker has had a better upside offensively this season and he's uh, 29 and somebody that wouldn't be a, a terrible rental for a cap hit, I believe, which is around 2.7. There are some big names out there too. Like I've seen Trickren's name, uh, Jacob Trickren, uh, his name thrown around in, in Ottawa. The stars aren't going to be able to, to go after somebody like him. I wouldn't think <laughs> you never say never, but that would take, a blockbuster move. You'd probably need almost three or four teams involved in that. And more than likely, you're going to have to give up Stan Cover or Bork, which I don't think the Stars are going to do. Uh, as, as I mentioned, I hope they wouldn't. You, you hang up if, if somebody asks about them. So I thought it was intriguing what Mr. Neal had to say regarding the trade deadline and where he sees the Stars after 49 games this season. And yeah, they're they're in the mix of things, but I feel like you're going to regret if you don't go all in. Vancouver has already gone all in. They got Zadorov earlier in the season and they've kind of kicked off this crazy month of what is going to be leading up to the trade deadline by bringing in Elias Lindholm. Winnipeg got a depth signing with Monahan who's a good little player who was actually in Calgary for a, a number of years. Colorado went and got Parise. I'm not sitting here praising them for Parise, but a lot of people like that. Depth is depth at the end of the day. Plus, they're probably going to be looking for a netminder because Georgiev has played a ton. The Stars, I think, are better built than Colorado and Winnipeg currently. I, I, I really do, and I've I've come to that realization, so to speak. I think they're better built. Doesn't mean they're going to beat them in a playoff series, but I think they have better potential than Colorado because they do have a better offense, and they have a, a better depth, in my opinion, if you go up and down the lineup. Defensively, eh, that's not as well. And if Otter's playing to his potential... I'll, I'll, I'll take the Dallas Stars. Winnipeg, the only person that scares me with the Jets is Connor Hellenbuck. A goaltender can get hot and steal a series. <laughs> and uh, Connor Hellenbuck could could absolutely do that. But I, I think the Stars uh, are better made up. So why not go out there? 
and get a guy that makes you better tomorrow. It's an understatement of the year that the next month will determine if you need a defenseman. We we already we are, we've had plenty of months. Plenty of months to determine that. And I hope that it isn't just this month where you're coming to that realization. And we got some problems. But Jim Neal has shown that he will go out and make a move when the Stars are in a position to do some damage. He usually has, in my lifetime at least. (laughs) And uh, he usually goes out and does something. So I'm not going to jump at the bit right now and talk to me in a month if nothing's done then I may have some issues, but I think he's got something up in his sleeves. Plus, stars are always kind of sneaky. I feel like there's there's not a ton of rumor meals flying around and, and not a ton of hoopla, right? They're the opposite of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you don't hear everything they do because uh, the stars don't need to be in headlines to be successful, unlike some franchises with NDFW. Look. He said it himself, Mr. Jerry Jones. So it's an easy, it's an easy jab. So uh, I'm excited though. I'm excited about this next month. This is the juicy part. And I know a ton of you are having so much fun. And I see it in the comments too, just about this, this, and, and it's, it's almost like fantasy where you just want to go out and get everybody, (laughs) of course. And I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Um, And uh, yeah, they got some moves to make. Hopefully a defenseman would be great. It would be great. Um, speaking of a strength though, however, it is this offense and the offense has been killer. Let me take you through something that did not quite correlate with the way the stars have been playing this season. And I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Next weekend, the big Sunday. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, maybe two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. I'm rocking with the Kansas City Chiefs. You heard me say it, and maybe that irritates a ton of people, but Patty Mahomes, as much as he's been a bit of a whiny baby and a crybaby at some points throughout this season, I'm rocking with the Texas kid to get it done once again. New customers join today. And you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Be sure to check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel covering the top sports stories for you every single day. Go over there and sauce them a subscribe. Sauce me a subscribe too on Locked On Stars. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Stars and follow my personal account at JoeyTheJet19. Hit that notification bell. Never miss an episode of Locked On Stars. So we've documented, it's well documented how phenomenal the Stars offense has 
been this season. They're scoring at a very high clip, just under four goals per game. They're third in the National Hockey League in that category. We've also documented the power play, and it's not as lethal as it was a season ago, but they're still getting the, the job done in a, in a lot of aspects. But one of the things that seems to be a reoccurring theme for years now is the amount of power play opportunities that the stars get. And you would think this season, the way they've managed the puck, they play in the offensive zone a lot more. They're very good off the rush. I spoke last week about how the stars have scored more goals off the rush this season than they did all of last season already through 49 games. And you would think that would lead to, to more time on the power play, correct? But it really hasn't been the case. The Stars are the fourth last team in terms of power play opportunities. They've gotten 137 on the season. The only teams that rank fewer or have fewer are the Islanders, Capitals, and Sharks. And th the reason that that kind of jumped out to me was because the Stars have been really good in terms of puck management and playing with the puck. And of course, Corsi percentage at five on five can kind of highlight which teams play with the puck more, right? Have possession. And usually that leads to offense and would incline probably lead to getting on the job a bit more, but it really hasn't been the case. The Stars are sixth in the National Hockey League in terms of Corsi at five-on-five five percentage, 53.1. And the teams above them, New Jersey, Edmonton, Los Angeles, Florida, and Carolina, all rank above them in power play opportunities as well. Albeit there's uh, there's a few that are, are just above them, but you do have some right on the outside of the top 10. And it, it's... It's, it's a bit mind-boggling at, at times, and of course, it's objective with referees and, and how the game's being called, but you also look at scoring chances, and that usually means you're probably getting to the net more often than not. They're making things happen, and they're creating offense. The Stars are second in the National Hockey League, uh, uh, over or just under 1,200 scoring chances this season. If you look at high danger chances, they rank about middle of the pack at 393. So they're getting a ton of scoring chances, which is no surprise, but they're just not getting on the job as much. And I guess I don't have a clear answer for why. Of course, the refs are going to be the refs and you're not going to get uh, every call, but it seems to be a reoccurring thing year after year. The stars just do not get uh, a ton of calls. It, it, it feels like, and then there's the narrative while well, the Minnesota wild narrative, <laughs> uh, the stars are a bunch of floppers and, and, and divers, so to speak. Look, newsflash, every team's diving to make calls. And uh, Hey, I'm not going to knock Joe Pavelski for using his savvy veteranness when he takes a shot in the back to go down and try to get the stars on the job because stars don't get on the job very much as it is <laughs> maybe against that team. They do. Uh, but uh, in the, uh, in the terms of the entire national hockey league, they do not get on the job very much, but being a powerhouse like they have been this season, 
53% Corsi four percentage at five on five. They've been so good. And the amount of scoring chances they're creating, you just think they would they would get on the job a bit more because you got teams that do the same thing or have similar numbers in their possession metrics, and they're getting on the job. So this is my this is my cry. This is my cry to all the zebras out there that listen to Locked On Stars every day. Help our guys out. We need some more opportunities, even though it doesn't always lead to goals. The more we have, <laughs> the more uh, the more chances we get. If anything, it feels like the Stars should take a penalty because they're deadly shorthanded. <laughs> uh, they've been uh, very, very good down a man this season. And sometimes it feels that way when the power play is just going the absolute wrong way. Can we just take a penalty? We seem to play better when we're down a man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was uh, intriguing. Uh, even though the stars have had such success offensively and they've made such a huge improvement this season, they haven't really improved in and getting on the job uh, a bit more. And that would be a huge Huge, exciting, exciting little change for the second half of the season, quote unquote. Stars getting the job a bit more and their power play just becoming lethal. Scoring those big PPGs. Stars need to get some of those those Jamie Benz of the world and the Tyler Sagan. Get some goals on the power play. Get them humming. Uh, And uh, man, their team's going to be very, very scary. That's indeed. And we're saying all this with an offense where we're already spoiled, but you can never have enough goals, right? You can never have enough goals. And a team that's looking to score goals is the Buffalo Sabres. They're waiting to make that jump. It felt like they were on the verge a season ago. Uh, has not Has not been that way this year for Buffalo. We'll touch on them in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Sleeper. We're about to get to the trade deadline, Stars fans, and we've had many highs and lows, but regardless of where the Stars are in the current standings, which is second in the Central Division, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked on NHL Network. Sleeper is our main number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey because of Sleeper. You can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contest. All you have to do is pick the studs within the National Hockey League. The Connor McDavid's, the Nathan McKinnon's, who scored yesterday, and just record more or less on certain sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, even saves, or plus minus. And you can win 100 times your bet on sleeper. You heard me correctly, Stars fans. 100 times your bet when you correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. So start paying attention, nail your picks, and you can start winning big. Use promo code logged on NHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and with location availability. The Dallas Stars open up coming out of the All-Star weekend with a tough back-to-back. They have three back-to-backs within this month. The Buffalo Sabres tonight in the uh, and the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow. Make sure you catch the Dallas Stars taking on the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. You can catch the hometown broadcast on Sirius XM. 
on the SXM app. Just use the search bar and put stars and you can listen to that game should be a fun one the buffalo sabers however are sixth in the atlantic division are coming off a 5-2 win against the san jose sharks 22 23 and 4 this season it just has not quite gone the way the sabers were expecting they had a stead netminder stead stud netminder i should say Coming out of the college ranks and uh, Devon Levi, who played at Northeastern, he came out last season and had a few starts and was marvelous. Has not gone quite to plan for him, so to speak. This season has a 9-7-2 record, 3.30 goals against average, and a save percentage of 8 91. They're kind of running that three goalie system and they've really struggled to score this season. Uh, they're, they're at a 2.98 goals per game and they're allowing 3.14 goals against. So they are not finding any balance. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. Tage Thompson, who was their superstar season ago, is having a pretty lackluster year, just 28 points in 39 games. A good news for them is Casey Middlestad, who was a former first uh, overall, not first overall pick, um, first round pick, is having a, a better year in 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 the, the production department, 42 points in 49 games, but just 12 goals. Rasmus Dahlin has 13. Uh, and uh, he's obviously uh, a world-class talent, but they've just really struggled to put it together, and they're on on the same kind of level as the Ottawa Senators, right, where they were supposed to kind of just get better and improve this year and maybe make a real push for the playoffs, and it just quite hasn't happened. So a a softie to, to open up for the Stars, so to speak, not that any games have been easy by by any uh, by any stretch of the imagination, and it's an important one, right? You, you need to get a, a win here tonight, pick up a, a few points, and test your luck in Toronto tomorrow. It, it, it's going to be tough. Toronto will get a day off um, since they, they played last night, so need to find a way to to pick up some points here tonight. Looks like Jake Ottinger will be in net, and then you'll have Scott Wedgwood uh, tomorrow on Wednesday against the Maple Leafs. So should be a fun contest tonight. Last time the Stars were up in Buffalo, they had that beat down where they put up, didn't they reach 10? (laughs) Uh, I think they put up 10. It it was uh, incredible (laughs) Uh, what what the Stars did uh, in there in New York last time they were up there. So uh, a great matchup, I think for the Dallas stars coming out of the all star break. And hopefully the Dallas stars pick up a win. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the matchup. Go ahead and throw those shooting star picks in the comment section as well. Always love to hear those. I'm going to go with Jake Ottinger today as a little, just off the cuff, off the cuff. Okay. Shooting star options tonight. Jake Ottinger, feeling good about the All-Star. He's an All-Star champion, folks. If that doesn't mean anything to you, then you need to check yourself because Jake Ottinger returns and I'll be in New York. I'm feeling some good stuff about the Otter tonight shutting down the Buffalo Sabres. Hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday. Hope you're going to have a great day and enjoy some Stars 
hockey tonight. It has returned. Let's get in the zone and let's have a wonderful start to the second half of this season. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Never miss an episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you to all you everydayers out there rocking with me every single day. I've had a ton of fun. Let's get into it. All live reaction tonight. We'll break it down tomorrow as well as talking about those Toronto Maple Leafs. And we'll go from there. So we'll see you tomorrow. So long, Stars fans.